Sunday, July 14th, 2019, and we just had our family reunion, my side of the family, the Bolt, B-U-L-T, side of the family come yesterday to a, to a family party. We had a great time. We had over 110 people there. Way to go, Bonnie. You were the, the one that made it all happen. Well, I was surprised that so many came, but you know, reunions are important, even though they're kind of a hassle to plan and to get everybody to come because everyone's lives are so busy. It's important to reconnect, get together, to remember our parents, our grandparents, talk about them a little bit. Um, we had one of our um, niece's children make cookies of my, my mother and had her face on a cookie which was kind of fun to see, very talented, and just getting together and seeing everybody's children, trying to keep track of them all, share good times, and be supportive of one another, because that's what it's all about, is family. And, and there are little kids everywhere. Oh, everywhere. I mean, they're all over the place. Yes, they were. And the shout-out today certainly goes to you, Bonnie, for all the oh. work and effort that you did. <laughs> for, you've been fretting over it for months. And uh, really in heavy-duty planning and preparation for the last several weeks. And essentially you did it all by yourself. And I, I mean, well, they, I had everybody had a great, great time. And you did a, a little bit of help. Well, the, only, the only challenge that when you sent out the invitations, if you recall. <laughs> I was tired. <laughs> I had the wrong time, the wrong, the wrong address. And then you told them to. <laughs> oh, this was classic. <laughs> It was it was centered around a theme of um, cowboy, you know, cowboy up, and <clears throat> and I said, bring your hamburgers and hot dogs, and I, you know, we'd provide the rest. Well, they thought it was so, we were going to cook. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant too. <laughs> Everybody they, they, else just bring your do. own meat, and we'll, you know, we'll put it on a barbecue grill or something. Well, it wasn't. It was to bring basically a sandwich, Arby's, a hamburger. Subway, and then we had the, you know, the fruit, the potato chips, the desserts, drinks. But it was, it was really quite funny because a lot of people showed up with raw meat. So I had to say, <laughs> go up the street to Wendy's, to Wendy's. and get you a hamburger. <laughs> oh, well, it said, well, it said relishes on it, and I said, well, relishes doesn't mean condiments. It means carrots and celery and. Because, you know, relishes, not condiments. And then besides, you, you, you plan for this raging bowl. Raging? Well, mechanical. Mechanical bowl. Well, <laughs> same thing. So mechanical bowl that was set up in the, in the breezeway between the cultural hall and the chapel in our stake center. And these kids took turns riding this uh, mechanical bowl. It was really quite funny. Yes, it was. Anyway, way to go. Well, we had a good yeah, time, I, it. I don't have to do it for five more years, and by then, they'll probably just say, just bring your your lunch, period, 
And we'll sit and talk. (laughs) That'll be it. Send the kids to the park. Yeah. (laughs) That might be the case. Who knows? Well, we hope everyone's doing well, and uh, it's been a a wonderful summer so far, middle of June, and uh, my goodness. uh, Middle of July. (laughs) July. Uh, We've been uh, on a a vacation, two-week vacation from the temple these uh, last two weeks to... Our, our temple time b- picks up again now on Tuesday, and uh, we go in, uh, through the end of December, and and then our temple closes for a period of four years for major renovation, and we get released, and we're out of a out of a church call for the current. Oh, time. I'm sure it won't be for long. Probably not, but anyway, it's it's been an amazing experience. Ha- has been, and so I th- well, we thought maybe we'd take just a few minutes tonight and and just share some thoughts with you about being true to yourself. And uh, and in that connection... You know what we didn't say? What didn't we say? Tonight is... Oh, yeah. Tonight is Notes from John. With a babble from Bond, so c- that people don't get confused yeah. that this is some other person's podcast. How could we forget that, for heaven's sakes? <laughs> How could they <laughs> possibly <laughs> confuse us? They probably are going... Oh, well, here we go again. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, um, be true to yourself. Actually, there was a there was a Beach Boys song about being true to yourself. Or was no, it, it was just true be to your true school. to your school. Be true to your school. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, be true to your school. Well, it's close. <laughs> um, but the thought is essentially the... the, the uh, the whole essence of this is is we know who we are. We're a composite of uh, a lot of different things. We're a composite of our own individual spirit. We're a composite of uh, influences from many, many different people in our lives, primarily from those uh, when we were our parents, our siblings, our other family members, many people that have taught us and influenced us and, and um, affected us in many, many different ways. And, and those influences continue. So, you know, we are this, this uh, just again, this composite of a, a number of different influences, the most important of which, of course, is our Father in Heaven and the Savior and their influence on us. And, and the expectation that they have for us to be able to be true to ourselves because it, within us, each of us have been blessed with the light of Christ. Every one of us have been blessed with this um, conscience, this realization of what is right and what is wrong? And obviously, throughout the lives of many of us, those lines become blurred, and um, things are not always uh, um, black and white. There's lots of gray in our in our daily lives, but we still have this r- responsibility and tremendous obligation to be true to who we are. We are sons and daughters of God, 
and we have this uh, divine attribute of Godhood within us that we can strive to become like him, that, that in fact we are gods in embryo. Now, obviously, we have all got a long way to go to be able to even think about the reality of, of becoming like God. But that's our ultimately our divine uh, potential. You know, and I think about you just said in, in that song from the Beach Boys, Be True to Your School. You are very true to East High, and I am very true to Highland High. True. We're just very loyal to our schools, and we're true to them. And when you talk about your Heavenly Father, how can we not be true to Him who made us and that we are His divine children and we want to be true to Him in all areas as do the best we can every day in doing so? And by being true to ourselves in that connection, we certainly become true to Him because He wants us to be like Him and uh, to, to enjoy the eternal blessings that he has made available for us if we'll just, we'll just choose to be obedient and if we'll just choose to keep covenants that we make. All of which, again, helps us to be true to ourselves. I think about that in the, in the context of, uh, oh, teenagers who begin to, they've been taught in their homes and they've been taught by teachers and, and in many different influences most of the time, not always, I clearly know that, but most of the time the, the young people are taught correct principles um, to be honest, to be kind, to be loving, um, you know, and to treat other people the way they would want to be treated and uh, those types of principles. And then, and then as they get into their teens and, and uh, progress through their teens, they start being influenced by yeah, other people by to people. persuade them to do otherwise. And, and not to follow everything that they've been taught to follow and not to believe everything they've been taught to believe. And, um, and what I love is to see a young man or a young woman who, is, who knows what's right who has it ingrained in their heart and soul, partly because of what they've been taught, but partly because it came with them. It's naturally a part of who they are. And that they have this divine attribute within them. They have this light of Christ, which helps them to be able to make good choices and to know right from wrong. And so they have an ability on, on occasion to be able to be true to themselves by saying, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to do that. It's not right. And no matter what the influence is and what the, the enticement is, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to betray who I am um, for this little reward that you want to give to me if I, if I do what you want me to do. Some people struggle with that. Some it's so easy to follow the right path and to do what they've been asked to do. And they're so true and valiant, and others struggle with that. That's just is, how they come. That, and that's really true. And you, I, I just wish that so many of them that do struggle can just stop for a moment, pray in their heart, and say, who am I, and what do I truly believe, and what I 
want to do is to be true to who I am. How did you, how did you deal with that when you were younger, Bonnie? When you, or were you ever influenced or enticed by others to do something that you knew wasn't right and you just said, I'm, look, I'm not going to do that? Oh, I'm sure it went both ways. I'm sure sometimes I followed the crowd and, and when I was doing that, I knew I was wrong. My, my guilt, my conscience, my, the Holy Ghost told me in my heart and in my mind that you got to back off, you got to go back, you got to do what's right, reverse step back and change the way of what you're doing and and I knew that I wasn't being true to myself sometimes we have to go through that to find out just how that feels as well and then the times when I was able to say no I'm not going to watch that movie anymore I'm done or if we get participated in a certain activity that I knew wasn't right I'd go okay now this isn't right then I I um you know, and sometimes I was ridiculed at school when I was at this makeout party, <laughs> and I didn't participate with these kids. That, and I thought, oh my word, I'm not doing that. And I was ridiculed by at school the next day, but I knew I was true to myself because I did not want to participate. I remember when I was in uh, kind of junior high age, uh, I, I I had some friends that I really enjoyed being around, and uh, I liked them a lot. I, uh, and you know I wanted to fit in well with them, and uh, but they had some different values than I did, and their language was different than the kind of language that I was brought up with, and um, I started getting into a little bit of trouble. Not nothing serious, but doing things that uh, you know I knew weren't right to do, and because I wanted to fit in, I chose to go along the path until I finally realized that if I keep on this path, um, I'm not going to be where I want to be. And um, my parents uh, had an impact on that because they told me that they wanted me to reevaluate my uh, choice of friends. And I told them I didn't want them picking who my friends were. And uh, I tried to be respectful, but at the same time, I tried to be, wanted to be an individual, and I wanted to be able to be <laughs> true to myself, to pick my own friends. But unfortunately, my choice of friends at that particular time, uh, you know, wasn't a very wise choice. And, and um, I ultimately, uh, we went to different high schools, and at that point, things all changed for me, and I got into an entirely different circle of friends and saw the mistakes that I was making and learned from those mistakes and committed to myself as a, as a young boy that I would be true to myself. Even, even if I was trying to be influenced by adults or people that I respected, even if they were, you know, they were successful or whatever, and their effort to persuade me to do something that I knew wasn't right, there's no way I was going to do it. Along with that comes to, um, the attribute of being courageous, having the courage to do that. Because sometimes we go along with it because we're not very brave and we want to fit in and we don't want people to think we're stupid or silly or 
But then on the other hand, sometimes they think, wow, that person stood up for what she believed in or he believed in, and they have a greater respect for you in the long run. I remember, I think I've probably already told this once before in an earlier podcast, but I had an experience when I was, uh, I think, a junior in high school, maybe a sophomore, I don't remember for sure. But it was in an English class, and the the uh, English teacher was said uh, asked the question in the class, um, "Who are you?" And then he wanted everybody in the class to just and take a moment to think about that, and then one by one we were to respond. Well, I had a response come to my mind. But I was embarrassed to say the response that I had come into my mind, which was, I'm a child of God. But as the, and as the, class, the, the professor or the, the teacher started off by saying, I am a figment of my imagination. <laughs> so, now, so we all, you know, everybody took turns saying what they thought they were. I can't even remember what I said. But I will never forget, this is over 50 years ago, one young woman in that class who said, I am a child of God. And I thought, way to go. Good for you for one, having the courage to say that in the presence of everybody in the class, plus the, profess the teacher, um, who clearly wasn't a Latter-day Saint, and, and I was ashamed of myself because I didn't have that same level of courage. I wasn't true to myself that day. And it's been, it's, unfortunately, it's stayed with me for all these years as uh, really a huge regret and something that I've learned from um, because it's lingered with me all these years. It's good that you learned from that and didn't continue to do that because you are now bold enough to stand up for what you believe in. And that's sometimes takes some trial and error along the way. It sure, it does that and some maturation and uh, uh, commitment. And um, But I think you mentioned it correctly earlier, Bonnie. It really comes down to courage and the determination to, again, be true to yourself make good choices and decisions that are consistent with who we really are. And I worry about our children, even though I know our children are great, and they choose the right and they have, they're committed Latter-day Saints, but so many of their friends have chosen not to remain true to themselves. And even some of our missionaries have chosen to yeah. not remain true to themselves. And they know, they know, but they've chosen to a different path and not to remain true to the Heavenly Father. And to me, that's just sad, breaks my heart that they would choose otherwise and not be true. Yeah, and, and uh, we are, Bonnie, we are so, so blessed and so fortunate to have been really blessed with tremendous uh, children in our family we love them dearly, and uh, but they have made good choices, and they are primarily really true to who they are. 
they've struggled at times, just yeah, like we yeah. all do. And sure they have. Had to learn and mature, like you said, but they've married well. They've chosen people who believe in um, the church and, and Heavenly Father, and they want to all have their families to be in the celestial kingdom with them. And yeah. It's being true to our Heavenly Father. And they're teaching their children correct principles. Yes. and both by example and by uh, teachings and and at least so far and I granted our our oldest grandchildren are only 16 years old but um, as they're getting older they they continue to be true to the principles that they've been taught by their parents mm -hmm. and I, I, I am just so proud of all of our grandchildren and I, I recognize we got a long way to go uh, with 25 of them now and ranging in age from 16 to three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. And, um, um, but at least you have a better chance of them staying true to who they are and true to the principles of the gospel uh, with the proper kind of examples in front of them. And that's why I think it's so important and I'm so grateful for our older grandchildren who are who really do provide a terrific example for their younger uh, cousins. I agree. It happens the same thing in families, and you, you certainly see it in families as well as the, the younger children try to mimic the actions of the older children. And uh, anyway, I, I watched that at this family reunion for Bonnie's family uh, on yeah yesterday, and in a number of activities that were being done where the younger children were mimicking the actions of the older children that they were playing with. Yeah, they were. So, well, there's our philosophizing for the day and uh, um, just the importance of, of really being true to ourselves and being able to listen to that still small voice which is inside each one of us that will help us to make the kind of choices and decisions that are right and that will bring us joy and happiness and fulfillment as opposed to sorrow and, and regret and sadness. I like the comment that says, be true to myself no matter what. No matter what. How do you too, Bonnie? Well, uh, and that's about all we have for tonight. I hope everyone has a, a great week. It's in here in Salt Lake City. It's been really hot, a hundred degrees uh, a couple of times this this week, and it'll be in the high 90s this coming week. And and yet, that's uh, uh, what a great summer it's been, and will continue to be. So, unless you have something else you wanted to leave with them, Bonnie. No, just that I'm so grateful to be. Uh, and a, an American citizen for the month of July. And that's being true to myself to be patriotic, to be grateful to our Heavenly Father and the land that I, lo that I love, and grateful for a family and for you. Family reunion. Family reunion. Did you like that? Well, that's, uh, that's it for us tonight uh, from Notes from John. With a babble from Bob. Take care, everyone.